Hello and welcome to the B2B Sales Playbook Podcast, brought to you by Lead Forensics. I'm your host, Joe DiCaro. This episode is another from our webinar series, B2B Superpowers, and this one is all about how to stop your inner sales self-saboteur. For this, I was joined by Larry Long Jr., author of Jolt and motivational speaker, for tips on what to do when your head goes down and you're struggling to stay motivated in your sales role. I will say for this one, Larry had a few visual gags, which may not translate incredibly well to audio, but there is a link in the description to the video of this webinar, so please give it a look for a laugh with this one. So without further ado, here is Larry Long Jr. on how to stop your inner sales self-saboteur. Larry, how are you doing today, sir? Oh my goodness, Joe. So great to see you. And, and if you said that you're bringing in the very best superheroes, I can even make my hair grow back, but happy to be here today. Super excited for this chat. Excellent stuff. I, I don't remember seeing you on the X-Men squad, but I feel like they really missed a trick by not hiring you uh, with your ability to grow your hair back in an instant. That's fantastic. Um, Larry, I'm going to introduce our B2B supervillain for today. So today we are going up against the B2B supervillain known as the Sales Self-Saboteur. Is a formidable B2B supervillain who specializes in creating internal chaos within businesses. It thrives on fostering self-doubt, getting into the heads of superpowered sales teams, and messes with mindsets. The sales self-saboteur possesses an uncanny ability to manipulate the minds of employees and decision makers, planting the seeds of hesitation and self-sabotage. But fear not, because our webinar is here to help equip you with the superpower of self-belief, unlocking your true potential and helping you conquer the sales self-saboteur once and for all. So Larry, let's get started with this. What is the role of mindset in the world of sales? Why is it so crucial? Well, first of all, I'm super impressed. That's a tongue twister. The sales <laughs> self-saboteur. Say that 10 times. Good luck. Now, the role of mindset, and I'll be honest, Joe, I feel triggered. I feel like you were targeting me. Because I battle that self-saboteur, and I have a name for him, is Cletus. And I don't know if you saw the movie, but come on, Cletus. I got not Cletus over my shoulder. Now, on this side, I got Larry Long Sr., my father. I lost my dad seven and a half years ago, but he's that voice that lifts me up. Now, we're talking about mindset. There's a quote by Henry Ford. Whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't, you're right. Right. So it comes down to what story, and I, I happen to have written about this in my book, Jolt. Chapter one is titled, What Story Are You Telling Yourself? And I'll add to it, and believing. So many times we tell ourselves a story that's fake news. It's not true, and I'm guilty as well. Hey, Larry, who do you think you are working as a motivational speaker, getting paid to speak, to serve? You ain't all that in a bag of chips. You're a nobody. But then I kick Cletus off my shoulder, and I step into my greatness, and I say, you know what? With all these microphones, with all the practice, with all the preparation, with all the hard work and dedication, I deserve this. And when I say that out loud, I start to believe it. And it's amazing when you start believing, whoa, died no might. I think my spidey senses are tingling, Joe. <laughs> amazing. So I'm so pleased you managed to, 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 uh, to lean into the superhero theme on that one. That one, Larry, that's fantastic. So I guess like, so when you talk, when you're mentioning your guy, Cletus there, I suppose, I wonder how much of that 
feeds into sort of imposter syndrome. Have you talked to us about, you know, sales teams who might be experiencing imposter syndrome? What, what might that be like? Yeah, I, I can tell you that the mind is powerful and uh, it's natural to have thoughts of FUD, not Elmer FUD, but fear, uncertainty and doubt. That's natural. And it's a challenge. It's a battle. For us to go up against that FUD to really step into our inner greatness. If you're listening to this, if you're watching this, my encouragement is that not not just battle, but let's go ahead and knock out that inner voice that's telling us all those things that we can't do. Let's go ahead. Mama said, knock them out and let's do this. Let's go ahead and document, write out a plan. What's our vision? Where are we going? How are we going to get there? That's part one. Part two is let's make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with people that are going to uplift us, people that are going to encourage us, people that are going to support us, challenge us. Hercules, Hercules, because every superhero needs support. Batman had Robin. We can't do it alone. I mean, I think the quote says, if you want to go fast, go solo. If you want to go far, you better mount up with a team. So who's on your team? If you're around a bunch of negative Nancys, negative Nellies, negative Neds, I apologize if your name is Nancy, Nellie, or Ned, but it says each other, you're going to be negative. So surround yourself around positive people that are doing great things, that are inspiring, because whether you know it or not, it's contagious. And I know coming out of where we came out of, we want to keep our droplets to ourselves. But we want to spread that positivity. We want to spread that, hey, we can be better than we are today. Let's go get it. Let's do it. So, so realistically, like, if you're in a, let's say you find yourself like a salesperson is in a sales team that has you sort of found themselves surrounded by a bunch of negative people. What are the practical things that they can do to sort of stop that toxicity bleeding into themselves? Yeah, that, that's essentially where the, the true superhero comes. You got to build that wall. You got to build that barrier and say, you know what? I don't care what you're talking about, Willis. I'm not about that life. In the words of the great philosopher, Master P, make him say, uh, are you about it, about it? Are you about your vision? And essentially, it comes down to your why. It comes down to what are you committed to? And the key word there is committed, because if you're committed to excellence, All this other stuff is just a distraction. If you're committed, you're going to move. You're going to believe in your heart, believe in your head. So let's get into tactics. What do I do? If I'm sitting in an organization, I'm surrounded by uh, negative Nellies and Neds. You know what? I'm going to make sure that I have it written out on my computer what I'm about, that I'm relentless, that I'm persistent, that I'm determined. For me, I'm going to have a picture of my beautiful family, my my baby boy, Trey, who's 13 and taller than me, my baby girl, Lulu girl, my beautiful wife, my mom, my father, my grandma. Those are all pictures. That's my why. That's why I get down for the get down. That's why I do what I do. And the, the way I do it, that's so strong. Can nobody hold me back? So you got to find what inspires you. And I would encourage you to have it front and center so that every action that you take, 
and every action that you don't take. It's easy to get into the whole gossip. Oh, yeah, you're right. It sucks around. I know how that goes. That doesn't serve anybody. It's not Mm. productive. It's taking you on a detour, and it's not a good detour. Let's stay focused and make sure our actions align with our vision, with our mission, with our goals, with our purpose, with our principles, with our core values, what we're trying to accomplish. And if it doesn't, it's got to go. Uh, it's funny you bring up goal setting. Actually, our CEO, uh, he would admit this himself. He's obsessed with goal setting. He ensures in every opportunity possible, he makes sure that every employee knows you have to have a goal. You have to know where you're going in order to get there. Do you know what I mean? So what what are some practical tips for goal setting then? Let's let's stick with that, please. What what sort of markers can we put down? You're, you're enjoying roll, that. You're drumming to drum my beat. roll, please. I got a hot take. <laughs> and I like your CEO because... As a sales leader, all of my sales reps had a business plan, their own professional and personal business plan. Hey, Larry, what's the template? Can you give me? No, it's your business plan. But here goes my hot take, Joe. Go for it. Smart goals, which I think we've all heard of, are actually dumb. I know some people are like, what you talking about, Willis? I believe smart goals are dumb. And here goes why. Specific? Yes, I love specific. Measurable? Yes, I love mm-hmm. measurable. Time bound. We know what time it is. Yes. What where my rub comes is attainable. And I think the R means realistic. Survey says, if you want attainable and realistic goals, we can be friends, but you can't be on my team because Larry Long Jr. don't play that. What's attainable? Who who decides what's attainable? I, I just went to there's a local university here in High Point. It's called High Point University. And their president, Nito, Dr. Nito Cubane, he said, hey, there is no impossible dream. My mentor sang a song called The Impossible Dream. And Nito said, there is no impossible dream. There might be impossible timelines, unrealistic timelines, but we've proven over and over there's no impossible dream. So when it comes to your goals, I want people to set unattainable goals, quote unquote, unrealistic goals, because guess what? Guess who sets attainable goals? You're holding yourself back. You're holding yourself back. Now, people are like, Larry, what if I'm five foot two? Can I really expect to play in the NBA? Why not? Why not? Spud Webb did it. Why not? I know that y'all like football. I think y'all call it. We call it soccer. Uh, Messi. I don't know his height, but I know he ain't that big. He's the best in the world. He's one of the greatest to ever play. So there's nothing that's unrealistic. There's nothing that's unattainable. Let's go ahead and I think they call it BHAGs. I said, hold up, wouldn't you call me? Those are fighting <laughs> words right there. Don't, don't make me pull out my pick back. They said, no, Larry, big, hairy, audacious goals. I said, oh, good, googly, muggly. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got to be honest. Larry, I, I wasn't expecting a baseball bat to be pulled out on me. I feel somewhat threatened now, but it, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> love. I think y'all call it rounders, and the joke's oh, on me. Man. I had to dig in and find out why are they laughing when they say that I play rounders? <laughs> rounders is a fine and noble sport, Larry, and I will defend it to the hilt. So, <laughs> right. Let's get back to some uh, some mindset challenges that um, sales professionals face. What are the, So we've spoken of uh, goal setting, imposter syndrome, and self-belief there. What are some other common mindset challenges that sales professionals might find themselves facing? 
Yeah, a, a lot of it, it's the mindset. It comes back to that voice that tells them, I can't do it. It comes back to their heart saying, these goals that the company set, they're unattainable. Let me tell you a quick story. I started working with a performance coach and we set goals. She said, no, Larry, go back to the drawing board. Those goals are all easy. She was like, are you thrilled by those goals? I said, nah, but I know I can hit them. She said, you're working with me. You're, you're going to be good if you just work by yourself. But if you work with me, you're going to be great. She said, come back with more thrilling goals. Well, I said, I'll give you one of them. I had originally set a goal to play golf in 10 states. I bumped that up to 20. I said, that's impossible. There's no way I can play golf in 20 states from June until December. December 31st, my family took a road trip. Jacksonville, Florida, I hit 20. Hit the goal. I didn't know how I was going to get to it, but I knew that was my vision. And I did everything in my power. I had the support of my family supporting me. And it was my wife's idea that said, hey, road trip, let's go to Florida. Let's knock that out. So I've seen it myself. I've been the recipient that when you challenge yourself, the human spirit is amazing. So yes, there's challenges. Yes, there's obstacles. That's this four-letter word we call life. That's not going to stop. It ain't going to quit. What's going to change is you. It's got to change. Because if not, I think they call that insanity. Doing the same daggone thing, expecting different results. And if you look up insanity in the dictionary, I think my mugshot is there because I used to be insane in the membrane, but I've changed. Now I know that if I set a goal, if I believe in it and I surround myself with great people, if I document it and I put together the game plan, ain't no stopping me. Think about it, Joe. I speak for a living. I used to get sent to detention for talking. Now I get paychecks. I got to pinch myself every day. And I'm just the average Joe. I know you're a superstar, Joe. I'm just the average Joe over here. Anything is possible. So I know your question was, what are the other obstacles that people people fall it's really that self-saboteur it's not that external it's that person in the mirror that's holding you back and i hate to be the bearer of bad news but in the words of the other great philosopher i think his name is ludicrous move get out your way get out your way get out your way you gotta move and get out your own way a hundred percent. I'm very much enjoying the uh the various rappers that you're you're name checking as well Larry it's it's really ticking a box in, in the, the hip-hop side of my brain. <laughs> Celebrating 50 years. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so how we, we've spoken about, you know, the individuals and what individuals have to do with their own, you know, self-saboteurs. How can sales, sales leaders and managers support their teams in developing and maintaining the right mindset? Yeah. I know they don't want to hear this. It starts with you. Yes, you, the manager. The leader, it starts with you. Lead by example. Let, let's go ahead and see you set, set some thrilling goals. Let's see you be proactive in your growth. Are you working with a coach? Don't try to coach me if you don't have a coach. That's like going to the gym and having a guy, a guy or gal that's out of shape trying to show me. How, no, I want to see that, that, that you, got, you got the juice. The juice is loose. So that's where it starts. Then from an organizational perspective, it's about commitment. It's about commitment, execution, and action. This right here is cheap. Believe you me, I do it for a living. Talk is cheap. 
I don't want to hear you talking anymore. In the words of the other great philosopher, mystical. Show me what you're working with. You got to show me through your actions. Your actions speak so loud. I can't hear what you're saying. So I hear the organization talking, but back it up with some action. Give me the support. Give me the resources. Give me the example. Be a role model so I can see exactly how I'm supposed to go about handling my business, how I'm supposed to go about knocking out that self-saboteur because we all face it. And if we don't have discussions, conversations, have case studies of how we're overcoming it, what are we doing to actually conquer it and thrive through challenging times? Tough people are greater than tough times. We've proven that. And opportunities knocking at the door for us to do it again. I think in the words of the Staples button. That was easy. <laughs> it ain't easy being cheesy, but the opportunity is there for us to go ahead and take advantage of it. What do you, I mean, feel free not to answer this one, Larry, but I am slightly curious then as a, a motivational speaker, as somebody's, you know, put a lot of thought into mindset and positivity and stuff. What is it that your self-saboteur is telling you? Yeah, yeah. I battle it every day. It's that voice that tells me, Larry, you ain't nothing. You, you think you're hot stuff. Who do you think you are writing a book? You don't even know how to write. How are you going to publish a book? This book was a challenge. There were tears. And we went back to my coach said, hey, Larry, let's get back to your why. Why are you even writing a book? It's to honor my father. It's to make sure that my children know who their what their dad thought. It's to reach those people that might never hear me speak, to give them a jolt, to get them unstuck so that they can not only believe, but also step into and live in their inner greatness. I believe everyone has inner greatness inside of them. But as we go through life, I think they say life be life in. Sometimes we get beat down. Sometimes we lose that inner greatness. So for me, it's really stepping into my inner greatness. This book was therapy for me. What story am I telling myself and believing? Strikeouts, they're a part of life. Am I challenging myself or am I holding myself back because I'm, a, I'm afraid to fail? It's not even a failure. It's a learning. As long as you learn something, as long as you share those learnings, as long as you make adjustments, that, that's a great experience right there. It's not a failure. Shoot, back to basics. What are the basics as a sales professional, as a sales leader? What are those basic KPIs that you should be anchored to? Not all this other stuff, the, the purple squirrels and the shiny objects, but what are those core basics? Filling the funnel, forecasting, staying connected to current clients, making sure that teamwork does make the dream work. It sounds good, but are we really making this a team sport or are we just talking? Those are the lessons that really I need a reminder of daily. It's kind of like brushing my teeth, taking my vitamin. I got to do that daily. A hundred percent. So, I mean, that that speaks to slightly, the, obviously in a, in a sales environment and sales role, there's a lot of rejection that you come up against, you know, from your your um, outbound, from your calls, your emails, that sort of thing. So are you saying that's it's, it's a useful skill for people to apply, you know, that it's not a failing, it's a learning when it comes to finding out what works with cold calls and emails and that sort of thing. Is that right? Yes. I used to make 150 ice cold calls a day. 
Now, I wish I had my banana phone back then, but close <laughs> enough. I was calling accountants, chartered accountants, I think you call them across the pond. But essentially, they get paid for their time. So they don't want to hear some little nitwit calling them to try to sell them software. No, I had a guy say, Larry, I got something for you. I thought I was about to get a sign up. He said, I want you to put on a pair of concrete shoes and jump off a bridge. I said, oh, my goodness, savage. I went to our little manual of how to overcome objections. I said, uh, the one that tells you how to kill yourself, how do you overcome that? It wasn't in there. So I just quickly, I said, oh, God bless you, too. And then I hung up. But, but here goes some keys. And I'm just standing up now. When you get up, stand up, in the words of the great philosopher Bob, Bob Marley, your energy goes to another level. When you believe in what you're selling, your energy goes to another level. When you know your stuff. So I was selling to accountants. I can barely count, but I'm passionate about the business owners that they support. When I started telling my story, my failure story of owning an indoor baseball softball academy that failed because I didn't understand the numbers of the income statement, the balance sheet and statement of cash flows, I was able to make a connection. Mr. or Mrs. Accountant, do you have business owners whose eyes glaze over when you start going through the financial statements? Of course. I should have been a lawyer because I already know the answer. What if there was a way to take those numbers and produce a written narrative? Would that help with the conversation, your consultation, you adding value? Of course, Larry. Well, I'm glad that we're speaking. I got something that might be able to help you. Ding, 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 ding. Home run. Now, did that work for everyone? No, I still got people that said, what you talking about, Willis? Click. But hey, on to the next one. I think they call it Fido. And that's not the name of my dog. My dog's name was Shaq. I love Shaquille O'Neal. He was a little 4.8 pound Pomeranian. Uh, but Fido stands for effort. Drive on. And I think HR is around. So use your imagination with the F. For my kids, I tell them, forget about it. Drive on. But just on to the next one. It's a new at bad. You got to bring that same energy, enthusiasm, passion, compassion, empathy, and care to every single at bat and every single call. It's a new day. Are there any recommended? I mean, obviously, I, I can think of one, Larry. Are there any recommended books or resources or practices that you can help enhance our mindsets at all? There, there are so many resources out there. I can tell you what I'm reading right now. Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins talks about the mindset. Jolt is a good one, but I guess I'm, I'm a little bit skewed. And as I look at my books over there, there's a ton of resources out there if you like to read. There's a ton of podcasts that are out there that you should be listening to. And I would say both sales specific, but also relationship. Also psychology. You want to expand your horizons because I would say knowledge is power. It's not. It's taking that knowledge and applying it. That's the real power right there. So whatever it is that you're investing in, coaching, training, reading, uh, workshops, whatever it is, make sure that you're backing that up, backing up that growth mindset with an action mindset. That's where you're going to see the biggest gains amazing stuff larry uh, you've offered up so much incredible value and insights for our audience here i am going to start unfortunately to wrap up our conversation here today but just before i come back to you with my final question many superheroes have the power of invisibility so wouldn't it be great to be able to reveal the invisible b2b visitors to your website 
Lead Forensics is software which does just that. It identifies B2B visitors to your website. Larry's got the Lead Forensics goggles on now. He can see all of them. They're flying all over across his website. It shows you their customer journey, what links they've clicked on, pages they've looked at, and all in real time. If you'd like to book your obligation-free trial or sit a demo of the software with us, just let me know on the poll, which is on screen now. I will leave this up as we come to the end of our conversation. And if I could ask you to also click on the on-screen link to fill out our webinar feedback survey, I would love to know what you loved about this webinar, besides Larry as well, because obviously Larry has brought some huge energy to this webinar and, and we really appreciate you joining us. So Larry, to help us bounce back one final time against the sales self-saboteur, what is the one top tip, that one golden rule that you would like everybody watching this to take away with them here today? As I reflect on that, it's tough to narrow it down to one. So I won't. I'm a rebel. I'm going to give you the ABCs. A is action and accountability. B is internal belief. You got to believe. The C, confidence, courage, care. It's the give a damn factor. Do you actually care? And then commitment. Because we're talking about superheroes, my superhero power is to give you more than what you expected. I'm going to give you a couple bonuses. The D is to dream and dream big. The E is energy. You don't have to have off-the-wall energy like me. The great philosopher, J.J. Walker, said it, dynamite. But you better bring some sort of juice when you step up in the room or the Zoom. And then the last one, this is the most important one. It's the F, not F-U. You got to have F-U-N. You got to have fun. The millennial said, YOLO. I said, hold up. What did you call me again? They said, no, Larry, you only live once. You got to live it up. I said, that's what I'm talking about, Willis. Got to have fun. I had such a fun time. Thanks so much, JD. I appreciate you, Joe. Oh, thank you so much, Larry. Larry, thank you for sharing your B2B superpowers with us. Keep an eye on Lee Forensic Socials for news of more B2B superpower webinars. And we will see you again very, very soon. Larry, one more time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Peace. Well, there we go. That was Larry Long Jr. on how to stop your inner sales self-saboteur. I really hope you enjoyed that one and enjoyed the hip-hop references as much as I did. Remember to subscribe to the B2B Sales Playbook podcast wherever you get your pods and give us a five-star rating where possible. We'll be back next week with another episode of the B2B Sales Playbook podcast.